Hey, I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I am Rebecca. And this is Out, Out of, of Tune. tune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tuning that was on this episode was brought to you by the Academy Chamber Orchestra from the Royal Academy of Music. Wow. Ooh, yeah, great fancy, tuning. Fancy. And <laughs> students just like us, which is kind of cool too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we had a pretty great opportunity today that mm. UMass Fine Arts Center was hosting, which was a con a virtual concert by Black Violin. Yeah. 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 It was so exciting. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. Yeah. And it's a series, right? Oh yes. Yep. It's a series that the Fine Arts Center is promoting of bodies at risk. They are promoting BIPOC groups and it's, it's like so incredible and it also is. I feel like we as a podcast are so fortunate that this is happening yeah. right now because we really want to focus this is like one of the topics we really really want to focus on yeah. right so yeah and today like we literally just watched the concert and now here we are recording the podcast so this yeah. is fresh in our minds yeah this is really exciting yeah so I'll start off by talking about the little a little bit of history about Black Violin, just in case you don't know about them. Uh, it's two people, uh, Kevin Marcus and Wilner Baptiste. Uh, they go by Kevin, Will, but those are their full names. Kev plays violin and Will plays viola, which I didn't even know that there was a violist. Yeah, I it's didn't called, know that either yeah. until they started playing. I was like, wait, yes, yeah. viola tower. Yeah. But I was so excited when I found that out. Um, they're both from Florida. They actually met in high school. Yay, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> they attended Dillard High School of the Performing Arts, which is pretty cool. And that's, yeah. again, where they meet. Will B wanted to play the saxophone, but learned the viola <laughs> as it was the only instrument available in class, which oh, I thought was really cute. I think that's cute. like every story. Every, <laughs> every violist <laughs> that has like... Or it, like, started in school. Like, yeah. it was the viol or, the like, the instrument that no one wanted to play. Yeah. But it <laughs> suits cute. him really well. Yeah, like, absolutely. And he says he loves it now. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kev M's mom signed him up for Saturday morning violin class. And then he went on to attend Florida International University on a full scholarship. And by the way, Will attended Florida State University also on a full scholarship. (laughs) (laughs) So they were just students as as we are. Yeah. Yeah. And what I thought was cool that they talked about in the concert was they actually began mixing hip hop and classical music together in high school, which they said helped them receive those scholarships. Oh, wow. Which. I wasn't, I mean, I didn't know while reading about them online, but I thought that was super cool. Yeah. That's so different. Especially that they started so early. I feel like normally that stuff doesn't happen until later, but. Or yeah, yeah. it's like a, or like you like turn to that if like doing this, if just like the classical music route is Mm. like not working out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Later, well, I'm not sure that it was kind of fuzzy what happens between like college and their professional career or if it was all happening at the same time but they started their careers by covering popular songs in nightclubs and then they went on to showtime at the apollo and mm. won which is pretty cool that's mm. incredible yeah <laughs> and showtime at the apollo is a musical television television show featuring popular and up-and-coming artists it's not really on right now but it ran for a super long time yeah uh, and that was when they were 2005, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. So they, they've been in the world for a long time. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I think that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Um, and then they were later approached by Alicia Keys and asked to perform with her. Yeah, <laughs> at the Billboard Awards too. Wow, which is amazing. Right? I should. I wonder if these are like. The performances are like on YouTube or something. Probably. I love Alicia Keys and now I love Black Violin. So yeah. (laughs) And then they eventually went on to perform with a bunch of performing artists like Lincoln Park, Wu Tang Clan, Two Chains, Lil Wayne, and a bunch more. (laughs) And they. I know they mentioned Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. And then they continued to also perform their own shows and produce two self-financed albums all at the same time. My which, gosh. to me, that 
Oh, yeah. Hustle culture. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, crazy. And now they perform, I think, mostly on their own. Yeah. And in 2016, they released um, Stereotypes, which is, I think, their most recent album. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little bit of their history. Obviously, there's a bunch more to talk about. Yeah. Um, I know that this... Was this like a stop along their tour? Weren't you, Rebecca, weren't you looking at their... Oh, yeah. So they are um, currently on tour, and they're probably performing just like today, mm-hmm. everything online. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, they so have... So like a virtual tour. Virtual yeah. tour. Oh, but yeah. yeah, you can check check their website. They have all the dates. But yeah. Awesome. So they are also... Yeah, you can check YouTube. They also have a video... With Alicia Keys performing, I will be looking on the at Billboard that. Music Awards. Yeah. So cool. yes, check it out. That's great. Yeah. Another thing that they also um, have or that they do is their found or their philanthropy foundation. Yeah. It's called the Black Violin Foundation, and it reaches over one hundred thousand students per year through wow. free performances, and they do work through youth symphonies, community centers. Um, and also, I think, do some mentorships with low-income in, yeah. low Title I schools. So that's that's incredible. That um, and I also, I know that they were talking about, there was a virtual, like, question and answer session after the uh, performance today. And they were talking about um, that they do master classes and that they actually mentor the young students. Yeah. Which I think it's... It's amazing. Can you imagine I having know. like a master class with yeah. them? Just, just but by also like being a kid and also like seeing these two guys do hip hop, art like R and B, like all of these different styles, and like it's so cool. Like I, I feel like if I were to see that as a young kid, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh my gosh, but they do so much more than classical with a violin or a viola. Yeah, then just like Bach and Mozart, you, mm-hmm. you can yeah. actually blend your like the, the genres yeah what you listen at and they home, and they do they have like such a hybrid I, they were also talking about that they had a lot of questions about how i also but also uh, i guess like why they were doing a hybrid uh, uh style yeah maybe. style so um yeah. yeah they they were talking also about all this canon of the composer yes. so because i think it's so interesting that uh, they're they're doing that, but they also have like a very classical um, like background. Yeah, training. They were they both trained classically. classically. Yeah. So yeah. it is so nice that they could um, bring this together. Mm-hmm. The both genres that like they said we would listen to hip hop at home, and that was like our our vibe. It's what they knew. Yeah, it's what they knew, and why not bring it together and. Mm-hmm make something that like they said that uh, would express themselves in a totally unique way mm-hmm. I think I, yeah it's I really beautiful. It's beautiful yeah yeah um also I wanted to sorry it's a small mention they're they're both of their wives are the co-directors of the foundation which again <laughs> incredible yeah um, I uh, beautiful multi-talented family yeah and that they're also like they're all working together on it I right it's really great and also something else to point out is that they make a point to go to low-income and title one schools like you said which are typically the schools that get looked over oh, absolutely. with normal state budgeting and planning and, and all that stuff no money for the arts yeah and they all. don't have money for the arts and usually i feel like popular artists are like They'll go to the rich high schools. Oh, <laughs> or the, the funding definitely goes there. Yeah. And I, but also serving those communities that are in those Title I locations with their schools. like That's yeah. incredible. Because that, Black Violin, they're extremely talented musicians. It comes across right away, and they're performing. Yeah. They're super famous artists. They've worked with fam- like famous artists that these kids and schools will actually know Mm -hmm. so that brings them this point of connection on that level yeah Mm -hmm. and also brings them in touch with the music that they might be studying in orchestra class or something like that kind of makes a connection for them that might not have been there before absolutely and you know like i said i feel like 
I was lucky enough to go to a school in a wealthier community and I know we had you know more opportunities Mm -hmm. so I just think it's really really good of them as artists to make a point to go to these other schools that really don't have the help or the money to bring in these big name artists Mm -hmm. like that yeah absolutely so that I I just think is amazing um and I guess for listeners who might not be in music school the canon even is something that I don't think was brought up in term in this way until my master's degree I think the first time I heard about the canon I was yeah must I think I was a junior yeah in in undergrad like and I think like it's something that we all know but it's I've it's never been categorized yeah for me before until like a history class right my professor was like oh the canon and I I remember being like the canon yeah what does that mean like around so yeah the canon uh it's kind of the over or the umbrella of all of the white male composers who are always performed with, yeah. in orchestras or yeah so and Beethoven Mozart yeah so yeah, yeah. and constantly school. like it's I mean years 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 and years always being played and, and all of the major symphonies yeah all yeah because even in school, something that's been brought up in some of my classes recently is that we are studying these composers on a loop. It's like I had oh, yes. music theory and I mean, I had a little bit of music history in high school kind of sprinkled around. And it's always, you know, Bach, Haydn, Mozart, Beethoven, right. Brahms, Schumann. And then you get to Shostakovich and Prokofiev, and then you go to your... And then you go back. You go to undergrad, and then you go back around the loop, and then you go to your master's. You have to take another. And you keep going back, and you're always kind of like... I I don't know. You wait for new stuff, but it just never gets studied. It also gets boring. Yeah. I can't... Like, the amount of times that we've done, like, the same um, analysis of the same Mozart piano sonata, or... I don't know. Or a, yeah, we're going to talk about fugue. It's always yeah, a fugue. Yeah. Or form. Or, I mean, and the, yeah. these are really important things to know. But I wish that we see we see examples in other examples right. of music. And not just Mozart, Beethoven, Haydn, whatever. Yeah, and even against them, but yeah. there are so many others that are also out exactly. there to be spoken about. Right? Yeah. I think this is also a topic that we want to talk about in other episodes. Bringing to light some composers where... It should be in the canon. Exactly. Um, or yeah. Why why do we have to do a canon by like start? That's true. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I understand yeah. that we do need to, like we do need to acknowledge that they were masters and what what they were doing, but I I also think that like at the time they were chosen to be in the canon, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were not right. Yeah, like, for sure. A lot of social and political um, stuff that yeah. yeah we we don't agree nowadays right? yeah yeah so yes and i find it i don't know i find it interesting because even the three of us we've been studying classical music for a really long time but even we have some we love this music don't get us wrong that way, but <laughs> even we, <laughs> like, we yeah. love this music. Don't don't worry. <laughs> but at but. the same time, like we even have a little bit of a disconnect. Like, okay, Absolutely. I'm ready to hear something else yeah. other yeah. than Beethoven's when, Fifth at a concert. Yes, like when Will and when, when Will and Kev were talking about it, we all looked at each other. Mm-hmm. We we're like, yeah, yes. right? like it's just, ugh. and we're uh, like. I'm a white girl who's been studying music forever, so I can't imagine how, like, a low-income person of color growing any, up... In, or any person in any underrepresented Yeah, community. even how now, they, yeah. like, we're mm-hmm. so... From when I was born to when, like, some elementary school kid is experiencing life now, it's so different. And classical music is even less ingrained in awesome. us as a society yeah, so yeah. i can imagine they're listening to three and a half minute pop songs and hip-hop songs and all of this stuff and they're wondering where is that when i go to orchestra i like 
and you know they might even enjoy i think kevin will touch on this too that they might enjoy this music and playing this instrument a lot more and take it throughout their life if they know that they can change it you know but the way we teach music right now they don't really like we room it seems like it's just a closed door of a closed box or the box is already full for for some people yeah barriers i i I love that they talked about that because yeah one thing one of the this was one of the questions and what uh one of their answer was like now we what we should do what we could do about Mm. it so yeah teachers go and open your mind to new approaches of teaching bring your live music your music that you listen in the daily uh, daily life to your classical and bring that together and and then you can find uh, your own yeah. uh, expressivity and your own identity on your music and I, d- I find it so interesting because I think it's a topic that I've been thinking about a lot lately mm-hmm. yeah why do we how do we make our Mozarts and Beethovens and Bach new because yeah. we're losing we're losing our uh, our like listeners there's not as many as I don't know yeah. 10 50 years ago right right yeah but of course uh, uh, but on the other hand we also understand like it's a lot easier to digest um, three minutes yeah pop <laughs> song than like a 50 minutes concerto, right? right? Or symphony. Or, or symphony, yeah. or, right? Yeah. And we're not even talking about Schoenberg or <laughs> <laughs> just a coverture. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, th- I thought that was really nice that they talked about, like, what we can do of difference. We, yeah. as performers, to bring out our, our tastes of music and blend. I, I just love really loud yeah I also I wanted to comment on the way that they present themselves as well I find it to be so effortless and so natural and I it's also very different (laughs) in a weird way because I feel like what's so mainstream currently and there's nothing wrong with these artists but like maybe Lindsay Sterling for example mm, uh-huh. very like very produced music videos like even like the the sound itself is digital it's not mm-hmm. so much like that yeah. sounds like a violin to, in my opinion uh-huh. and she's done a great job of bringing violin to mainstream where mm-hmm. non-musicians would be listening yeah. to her mm-hmm. but I was while we were watching Kevin Will, I feel like we, I think we also all commented as well that it just, it looks so easy. They're doing it yeah. in such yes. a natural. And they're just like having it. They're vibing. They're like, yeah. They're just, they're like listening yeah. and they're like just chilling and they're just playing and they feel so relaxed and yeah. just doing their music. I, I really enjoyed it, like listening to them. I, yeah. I, I want that to my life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They were, the, I think it was Kev. He was, the, the way, that he was he was like also looking at the camera right. and or also like like motioning to like hear like the audience even though he's like in his living room in like Fort Lauderdale <laughs> like <laughs> no one is there except for just them two and he's still I don't know it was just such a connected performance yeah even though it, it being was, virtual we're which watching is so it cool. on a computer screen yeah yes. it, and was, it was a great experience yeah I also thought the way that they performed in general like they were wearing more casual clothes oh, yes. like yeah it still looked professional yeah like, they still looked great really put together but it was like you know khakis instead of and a concert black pants yeah, yeah and a ball cap um and they again talked to the audience even though they yes. couldn't even like see us which mm-hmm. was really nice mm-hmm. and it was smooth transitions there was none of that like awkwardness and i feel like this is especially important if they're I mean, they are reaching a lot of audiences that might not traditionally listen to classical music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the rules and the, like, etiquette of being at a yes. classical music concert can kind of get in the way of the enjoyment of it. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. they were... I know They, like, if, broke the fourth, the fourth wall. Yeah. Or, like, if we yeah. were in person, it would have been totally normal to clap. Like, they were even talking while they were performing, improving live yeah. on stage. Mm-hmm. Like... It was so chill, and it it was more like a traditional pop concert, which definitely probably comes from some of their background and working with 
you know, pop artists. Yeah. And it was funny because I think there was one they were doing an improv. Yeah. Um, and Will, the violist, told Kev, the was like, oh, speak to them. And he just started, like, playing his violin, but, like, in this way that it sounded like singing and... Yeah. But also the rhythm itself was kind of like speaking. It was it was very magical. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um but also speaking of singing, Will the violist. <laughs> we were taken aback in a very good way. <laughs> he sings and as plays well. the viola. And plays the viola. Sometimes but, at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. He was like, you know, using his viola as a mini guitar yeah. or maybe ukulele. And so impressive. So impressive. I just wanted to bring that yeah, up, too. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> smoothest, buttery, velvety voice. Yeah. And his tone on the veal was like 12 out of 10. So good. Yeah, so good. I Both was thoroughly impressed yeah. with their playing yeah. in every way, shape, and form. But yeah, and even also we talked about improv. Like, they just totally improv oh for God. like five minutes. While for us, it's such a struggle. Probably part of the issue with the canon is that we're not even. Yeah. Like you had a class on improv. You I, said. We, I had a an improv class in undergrad, and oh my gosh, it scars me for life to this day. Yeah. I mean, it w- wasn't terrible, and I feel like I did learn a lot about jazz musicians mm-hmm. and the way that jazz musicians' minds work. They they think so far in advance and I definitely felt like I was in a box yeah. that entire time like I'm used to you know reading the notes on the page or looking ahead one or two measures yeah, to like right? yeah like uh, the improv class really tested my my ability to for creativity yeah um which I feel like I never really had the opportunity to do yeah before oh. my undergrad which is really interesting and it's just um, not taught in our yeah, in our canon. <laughs> yeah, like in the program. Oh yeah, we yeah. have a violin prop class today. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's a, not thing. a thing. And, and also, all, yeah. And also, when we're talking about like history or like history of music, mm-hmm. it's not the history of music. It's not the history of like yeah, 18th century is like. Some composers some in composers, this. Yeah, it's yeah. not. A, we can even not. Uh, we can't even say. It's German or like some very few yes. composers. So yeah. and that goes also to jazz, like, oh yes. We don't I never I don't have. know anything about jazz. I mean I, yeah. I feel like I know some things and I like we had there was a section of jazz music history in the survey of music yeah. history class that I had in undergrad. Right. But that's the only jazz education that I've had. And that's probably the most American of American music. And we live in America. That's like, (laughs) yeah, that's a huge part. Sorry, but Dvorak (laughs) isn't American. he's not American. (laughs) Side note also. But I, the the, the jazz musicians, the way that their minds work, I will never be able to do that. And I have so much respect. But I would, would literally show up to the improv classes thinking ahead of what okay I need to figure something out to play because I would get so I would freeze or I would be so anxious because oh, yeah. I like you know like I was like oh my gosh I have to think of something like on the spot oh my god, right. oh my god, oh my god. you know oh my god I didn't wrong note yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so to listen to to Will and Kev do beautiful improv yeah but also it again. I'm gonna use the word effortless. It was. It it seemed like it just really went together. But also, you could kind of tell, like, even when they were doing improv, they like they're they got a little bit closer together and yeah. their setup became a little bit more informal. And I that was yeah. something that I also really loved to see as well. Right. Um. Yeah. And also, I I would like to point out that like when they're improving, there was not. It was not like easy first position. They, oh, like, no. they were like running. They were there was everywhere. like tails in there. Yeah. I was very impressed like with yeah. their technique uh, technical. Like, and also like still. they were doing some extended techniques too. They were yeah. doing like the chopping yeah. chop what do you is <laughs> I don't know. Chopping <laughs> it's that one like yeah on their bow. And I also we there was a class or her maybe like not even a full class in that improv class that I took about learning how to do some of that, like, kind of percussive things that you can do with your bow. Okay. 
I see. I, I had no idea I, about I, any of that. I'm talking about it like I know how to do it. I am not very good at it still. Yeah. It was still so much fun though to like right. like yeah. this person came in and they had like all like they were it was a kind of some type of um like sponsorship with the school of music. Some artist came in mm-hmm. and was like to the class and was like teaching us how to do all these things. Yeah. Um but I I I have so much respect for right. everything that they were doing during the improv. Yeah. Um, and I wish I could do it, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I shouldn't say that. It's not too late for me to learn. Yeah. <laughs> or for fun. any of us. We can yes. we can learn how to improv, guys. Like, yeah, you know, that would be fun, actually. That's, that's going to be my next. That's going to be my goal yes. for winter break. Learn yes. how to, let's, yeah. Let's do some improv. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That is a good idea, actually. Yeah. yeah. Let's try it. I mean, can, I mean... I feel like we've been playing for so long. Yeah. We should do it. My professor, Ron, from last semester, had us do improv when we ran out of stuff to do during COVID. (laughs) And it was super awkward. But now, ever since he planted that idea, sometimes when I'm just like, like, I need a break from double stops, but I don't want to play a scale and I don't want to play Bach, I'll improv for like three minutes. And you get better little by little, day by day, but I'm still nowhere near as good yeah. as... And I guess maybe we should talk about their tuning. Like, their intonation. Because our podcast is called <laughs> oh, Our yeah. <laughs> Their intonation was fantastic. Spot on. Yeah. Spot right? on. I Beautiful. didn't hear a wrong note at all. Not at all. Oh. <laughs> Zero. And also their intonation, like they, how they were... Vibing. vibing yeah they yes, were, I, their intonation with with each other they were like smiling when they were playing it yeah. was beautiful I, we should sweet. smile when we play like our concertos or something okay, i feel like we'd be laughed at <laughs> a little bit but like people would be like what is what she is doing is, is, is something wrong <laughs> i mean in quartet Quartet, oh my like, i yes quartet smiling in quartet in rehearsals i guess we I don't could like do it in the concert. We could totally do it in the yeah. concert. A little, a little sly, <laughs> the inner voice cheeky here. inner voice moments. We yes. love those. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> That'd be so cute. Yeah. yeah. We should try it sometime. Yeah. It'd be fun. I feel like it also just affects the way you play. Too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, um, it was in my Alexander Technique classes that one day we did uh, some experiments on playing a hard piece and smiling for every wrong note or out of time <laughs> I should note. really try this. It's so good. You guys you should try it. Try at home. Try it where you feel comfortable. Okay. <laughs> and just just feel like your body accepts better hmm. like the mistakes you wow. made and that's not a bad that's not the end of the world. You're not going to die after uh, wrong shooting. Yeah, no. So if you're still here, yeah. everything's yeah. still fine. <laughs> I really should try this. Yes. It's a good idea. And inspired by Will and Kev. They were oh, smiling yeah. the entire time. I'm Literally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. Well, this was our after party yes. moment <laughs> for after the concert with Will and Kev with that of Black Violin. Maybe mm. we should <laughs> share some stories that we've had. Um, or that we've experienced after concerts, concerts. the after parties of concerts. Yeah. Is there a word for this? I don't know. We've been trying to think of that, but I guess like after it's an after party, in. but also like of a concert. Party. <laughs> after yeah. party of a concert. concert. Yeah. Concert after party. Reception. <laughs> reception. Huh? Oh my gosh! It's even after reception sometimes. Yeah, that's usually true. Sometimes you have to go to a reception, and then you go party. to the. And then you go to the after party after the reception, after the concert. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any good stories? I can share. Okay. Well, I went to a super... There hasn't been much here at UMass yet, because I think because we're all just really busy all the time. (laughs) Like, I'm going to go to sleep. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But my undergrad was such a college party town. Mm. (laughs) The music department was very close, but... I mean, our go-to was to go to the joint, which was a dive bar downtown. It was, like, steps away from the music building. Oh, wow. Pretty much the closest bar, I think. So we'd usually go to the joint and just get a, drink a lot of beer. 
but that's not that fun. So I wanted to talk about another thing that would happen. There would be events called skegs, which is a mix of... This is a Wisconsin word. This was made up specifically for these events, but it's a mix of ska band and keg. So a house would host the skeg, whichever had a nice dirty basement to host it in. Ooh, sticky floors. Yeah, with sticky floors and essential. (laughs) But they'd have a ska band perform, just a student ska band, whoever wanted to. Am I dumb? What is a no, I don't think I, I didn't learn much about ska in school. I think it's like an offshoot of like jazz. Correct me if I'm wrong. I very well Another could be. Another missing thing in our jazz history. I know, but it's, to me, the music was like kind of jazzy and they do like pop covers and stuff. Jazz musicians, but it was just please like, let us know. Message yeah, us on Instagram. I really sh- probably should have looked that up for sure. But, but continue, I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're good. It was ska music plus a keg. So they'd buy, like, a keg or two of beer. Mm. And then you'd, like, I don't remember. I think we had to pay for the beer. I, some parties Everyone we had to, to pay. to cover the cost of the keg. Yeah. Oh. But basically, you'd just go and you'd dance, which is really funny to me because music cute. nerds are all bad dancers. Yeah, and we're like usually not the. <laughs> I don't know, like in high we're school. All nerds. Yeah, like in high school, I feel like we didn't go to parties, but then in undergrad, we all found our way somehow. Absolutely. But I would go with my friends to these skegs. That's so funny. And you do like have a specific pair of like shoes to wear to them because the floors were so gross. Oh, oh my gosh! I want to go. Yeah. I, wanna, I just want to be. Like, in the back, just watching. They were <laughs> so fun. And I'd bring, like, a water bottle with some wine in it. Because I don't really mm-hmm. like beer, but I'd also drink the beer there. And there was always, like, a set group of friends who I'd go with. One of them was, like, one of my buddies who was, like, a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. Who didn't She didn't drink a ton, but she went through a little party phase. So we'd go together, and then one of my friends was also a year younger than me <laughs> but she she was always kind of like a party person so I'd go with her and we get into some mild drama end up running home at two in the morning oh <laughs> with like work hours later college yeah but I just I don't know the idea of so was like that like skeg. a thing like after concerts these skegs would happen yeah usually on like a Friday night or something wow. That's such a Wisconsin thing to call it a skeg as well. Yeah. That sounds, to me, I'm sorry, like I know it's like ska and a keg, but skeg yeah. sounds like a Wisconsin word. It's so college party. <laughs> oh, and amazing. then we also had one where one of my good friends stole a parking meter and they got caught. An app, like a whole parking a meter. A parking meter. Like the parking meter. Like the parking meter was broken. And you know how college kids decorate their houses absolutely. With, with just signs. stuff they find? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so they took a broken meter from the school parking lot and a good Samaritan called the police on them and they got a ticket. Oh my so gosh. to pay off the ticket, they threw a party that had like a cover fee to get in and they actually (laughs) raised enough money to pay that cover fee that's iconic or yeah (laughs) to pay the ticket off but that was also super fun and that was a music student yep wow and it was all music people at the party wow and that was fun i went with a couple of my friends i'm surprised these music students are always broke (laughs) i know (laughs) that they could that like everyone I mean it was like it. five so bucks nice but oh, okay well that you know nice. people come maybe they donated more <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but yeah those are my stories oh my gosh those are funny yeah those are I good. miss it yeah those are the days <laughs> the good old days yeah. yeah um my well I guess I should, I'll say the kind of um I guess routine of after the concert in my undergrad would to like would be to like go to Applebee's yeah. And get a dollar margarita. Because it usually happened that the concerts were on, like, weekdays. Mm-hmm. Like, occasionally we'd have a Friday or a Saturday. But not all the time. It was mostly, like, Tuesdays, Thursdays. And so everyone, had, like, had the, the music school 8 a.m.s and the mm-hmm. concerts go really late. And you're just like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> but um, I guess I have one kind of funny story. Um 
we have this thing called um, at my undergrad called the President's Concert, and it's hosted, funded by the president of the university. Um, he pays for us to go perform somewhere in some hall in some city, and we spend the night in the city, and then we go back the next day, pretty much. Mm. And I can't remember what year this was. I think it may have been my junior year, either my junior year or senior year. And we played in the Kimball Center in Philly. And <laughs> my conductor in my undergrad, I love him dearly. One of my favorite conductors I've ever worked with in my life. And he took a few of us out. Like, see, like, after the concert, everyone goes back to the hotel. You get, you know, like, you're, you're going to go out on the town in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. And uh, a few of us were in the lobby, like, kind of just congregating, trying to figure out what to do. And our conductor came down. He's like, oh, let's go to dinner. And we're like, okay, like, we'll go to dinner with you. Um, and so we went to, I think, I also can't remember this. It was either an Applebee's or a Chili's. <laughs> They're all kind of the same. They're both the same, <laughs> but Chili's is just a tiny bit better, in my opinion. <laughs> but that's just me. But anyway, um, and we we got to the Chili's, and there's like 15 of us, right? And the per the waitress, or the hostess, actually, was like, oh my god. <laughs> It's 11 o'clock, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's 15 people here. And then, of course, like, we're all, like, wanting to get, like, a drink. Yeah. And so she's just like, is someone 25 here? And our conductor, obviously, was over the age of 25 because he's a middle-aged man, was like, yeah. I am. And so I guess that's how they, like, carded him, and then, so they didn't have to card everyone else. Okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure maybe that someone was underage. That's in the back of my mind, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but we went to this Applebee's slash Chili's and we sat at like the bar tables and my conductor I guess he was really happy with how the how the concert went really happy with how it went um even like you know you can just tell sometimes that a conductor is like yes Yes. it was so good and he was in a great mood and he was drinking some beer Mm -hmm. and got I'm not gonna say drunk but he got lit a tiny bit. <laughs> and he offered to pay for everyone's drinks. Stop. That's so nice. It was, it was just like, oh my gosh, my conductor. It, like, a, but the thing is, like, a few of us have had, like, I did not, but a few of us have had, like, multiple drinks. Yeah. And so they were like, is he going to pay for, like, all of them? Yeah. <laughs> or something? And then the waitress comes over and he's like, I'm paying for everyone's drinks. And she's like, what? Like, <laughs> how? And she's like, they're all on separate tickets. Like, I'm, I'm paying for all of these all of these people's drinks. And she's just like, okay. <laughs> and she, like, walked away and I guess figured it out. But yeah. um, that was a good, it's like a really good memory. Oh, you that's know? so sweet. Yeah. yeah. So... I miss that conductor so much. Oh, my gosh. But that, I guess, is my my kind of funny memory story of after the concert. Yeah, that's a nice (laughs) one. It's a good one. It's a feel-good one. At the Apples slash Chili's. But I hope it was a Chili's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine, uh, (laughs) I would say it's not, like, as sweet and, like, cute as (laughs) you I was, I was just a, a little buffer in between you and Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mine is about the orchestra I was playing back in Brazil. And our concerts were at Sunday's morning. So Sunday morning? So nothing really happened after the concert. <laughs> but we had rehearsals at Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Okay. So Friday... We would like just yeah. take the subway or the bus and go to Augusta, like the streets with like some restaurants, some bars, and some places just to like yeah chill out. So I was there with my friends. I was like kind of baby <laughs> and like <laughs> drinking. It was like a phase that was like discovering that side. Oh right, yeah. And I was. Uh, we were eating uh, a little bit of like some snacks and we're, I was having some some beers and, <laughs> and then things started like to get a little bit like uh, <laughs> a little like, hazy hazy that's the <laughs> word. a little fun yeah <laughs> a little dizzy <laughs> <laughs> so my friends my very dear friends they like cared about me and they just like mm-hmm. uh, called a uh, like a 
earworm and they put me on the earworm and it was like right after the rehearsal right so I had my like we all had like our instruments with us so they put me on the earworm and I was like thank god I'm just going home safe <laughs> and then I get home and I realize that I don't have my violin Oh, I just no. I died. Oh I was God. freaking out. I but cried. also like kind of freaking out, kind of like laughing because that's so me. <laughs> like <laughs> forget a violin in a bar, that's me. Okay. <laughs> and then I like call my friend. Hi, do you do, do, are you still in the bar? Do you, do, are you seeing my violin? I forgot it there. And I was like kind of crying, kind of laughing. And he was, yeah, I, oh, yes, I can see it. So he was still in a bar and he could, like, uh, get it for me. And then we met him the other day and he, like, turned back my violin. But oh. he was, like, my... <laughs> That's, like, the worst nightmare. It's, like, you yeah. left your child I... and some, like, you know, you left... <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. You left your kid at the grocery store. Or, the grocery store, <laughs> or like, the park or, yeah. some, or, like, at home. And, yeah, I'm a terrible mom. But, Rebecca... <laughs> You're very similar to a very famous oh. uh, cellist, oh. Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, you're right. He left his cello in like a New York taxi cab, yeah. right? Oh. So, so apparently all great musicians do this at some point. Oh. You have already <laughs> passed yeah. this I phase in your life, and Aaron and I are, have yet to do this. <laughs> so I can check that. Just check <laughs> it, yeah. Okay. yeah. So like, next is just like dual concerts. Yeah, no big deal. Tours in the world. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, you've got the biggest deal. thing off the list oh, already. Great. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, those were really fun. <laughs> that was, this is these were good. Yeah, that was um, fun. But I guess to listeners at home, I want to hear. We definitely want to hear yes. some after or the concert oh, stories. Yes. <laughs> Crazy, fun, nice. Wild, let us know. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I want to hear some crazy things. Yeah, we can reach yeah. out uh, for our Instagram. Yeah, page. Instagram out of oh, tune yeah. pod. That's our handle. <laughs> Please give us a follow. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know some of your stories for sure. Yes. So Rebecca, do you have the Portuguese word of the day? Yes. Oh <laughs> Did you have to think of one right I, now? I did because I just forgot. That's fine. Okay. Good thing you speak Portuguese. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. That's very handy right now. Um, so, can you remind me the last week's word? Afinação. Oh, great. Oh, my gosh. You guys, uh, one step closer to speaking Portuguese. <laughs> Afinação? Yes. Afinação. Your pronunciation is so good. Yes, tuning. Wow. Erin? Yeah. Nice. We're almost there. <laughs> Great. So for today's word is improvisação. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's a lot of syllables. Okay. Improvisação. 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 Yes. Improvisação means improv to improvise. Like Improvisation. Yes. Imp can you say it one more time? Yes. Improv. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> it's like a tongue twister. <laughs> Improvisação. Improvisação. Yeah. Improvisação. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Oh yeah. my god. Wait. Now we need to last week's. Afinação. Afinação. And then improvisação. No. Yeah, improvisação. Improvisação. You guys can't see right now, but Rebecca just told us how to conduct this, the word. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that I've been like asking you how to say something in Portuguese, I always want to put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. So you taught me, or it's just been a, become a thing of conducting where to put a downbeat. It's at the very end. So improvisação. Yeah. And then afinação. See, we're, we're doing awesome. it. I wish you guys could see it <laughs> <at> home. <laughs> we look kind of weird. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I guess our big question, how was your tuning this week? Well, my tuning, it was pretty good. Oh, good. Yes. Yay. Uh, the beginning of the week was kind of okay, but then 
yesterday had a kimbong shirt, you guys. You should try this out. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and I. Aaron I or Aaron already like had her appointment. Yeah. yeah. I'm having mine next week. I I'm, so I'm very I'm excited. I'm a big fan of a kimbong shirt, so oh, yeah. they would like my best day. <laughs> sunny and I love the sun. <laughs> and so yes, since yesterday I was like since the beginning of the week I was looking for this this recording today. So yeah. yes. Our passion always, project. Oh yeah. Always it was always getting better and better. I know and you have acupuncture on Thursday, podcast this on is Friday. The week just ends so good. Yeah. Yes, I am I would say I'm like nine out of ten. Wow! Oh, yay! Yeah. That's such an improvement from last right. week. I am so happy. Oh good. My gosh. I got a letter from my mom today. Oh. It was so cute. It was so special. So, oh. so your timing is just so like so good. Yes. Yeah. It, it just made my day too. Good. Oh. Hmm. My tuning. I honestly kind of good. This good. Week. I, I started my week off on Monday with a really good lesson. Awesome. Nice. Like, I'm telling you, I think it will be maybe the best lesson I will ever have in my life. Wow. I will say that proudly because <gasps> I know it won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it went really well. I, like, a lot of things just clicked right. I practiced. Good. And, yeah. Um, Great. But, yeah. And then my week has just kind of stayed the same. <laughs> I mean, I've just like kind of ridden the the high, the crest awesome. of the wave, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. kind of coasted through the week. Um, and of course, obviously, I was looking forward to today because Fridays are my favorite day now because we record. Um, and also, I knew that we were going to be listening to Black Violin yeah. today, so I was super excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say eight point five out of ten. Nice. I don't want to give it a nine. I'm gonna say yeah. nine for something special. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say 8.5. Good. Yeah. Aaron, how about you? Mine, for the most part, again, like, really good. I did have a couple of, like, low mo, Not, like, low low, but they also weren't, like, my best. Little dips. Little dips, yeah. Like, hitting a speed bump. That kind of a thing. I see. Um, But overall, like, pretty good. My lesson wasn't, like, spectacular, but we made a really good plan moving forward forward because it's just been hard to get I'm sure everybody is feeling the same stuff but it's hard to get into a routine of like it's so hard going back to school but part of it's online but like part of it you really just it's confusing but and also part of your brain is still in quarantine yeah (laughs) so I've been having a rough time settling in but I feel like I have a good plan moving forward yeah um and again, I tried acupuncture, which wasn't, I'm kind of proud of myself because it's, I'm not good with needles <laughs> specifically. Good I've had to get, <laughs> yeah, I've had several encounters with needles this month and I fainted twice. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I'm really Aww. bad. <laughs> but yeah, so I was happy because it didn't hurt. But I was also scared because I don't think it's the pain that gets me. I think it's something about just the idea. The idea. Yeah, the yeah. needle itself being... Yeah. yeah. You get the point. I'm not going to get graphic. I, t- I totally get it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it was so relaxing. A great experience. I'm going to so go excited. again. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm going to try to go back weekly because we get it for free with our university health insurance, yeah. which is also thank like... You, thank you, UMass. <laughs> and also thank you, UMass, for Black Violin. Yeah. yeah. Like, thank you, UMass, Very for true. UMass. our health insurance right. and our yeah. <laughs> acupuncture it's appointments. made all the difference. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, I think I will give mine an 8 out of 10. Because, again, I think some things can still improve. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But also, like, overall, I've been so much happier mm-hmm. than, like, March through the summer through, like, yeah, you know, the sure, first yeah. week of school was still a little rocky. But things have been going steadily uphill. So let's, like, hope for more of that, for you know? For me, everything has gone uphill since we've started the podcast. I know. Um, <laughs> That's the big I've turning point. I've seen a general incline <laughs> in my happiness. Yeah, so. same. And also, I like, I feel like our friends, hopefully, are enjoying it. But we, yeah, like, we received so. a lot of, like, nice messages from our friends and people yeah. who have yeah. listened. and Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Um, 
we're going to be doing this weekly on Saturdays. Yes. Is when it will be posted. Like, for sure-sies. For sure-sies. Okay? Yes. On Saturdays. Yeah. Um, so you can wait for our next episode. Yes. You and have to tune sense. in. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying tune in specifically with emphasis because it's our brand. Yeah. Tune in <laughs> every Saturday. Yeah. Um, yes. And I mean, I guess if something happens, obviously we'll let you know. Yeah. But from here on out, Saturdays is when our podcast will be going up. Yeah. Yes. So it's when you're going to get to hear a tuning from different <laughs> orchestras and groups. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think uh, something we kind of talked about was if you, if anyone has any suggestions of what they want to hear yeah. Or also want us to talk about, or groups, or give yeah, give us anything. Composers, mm-hmm. yes. Message us on Instagram at yeah. Out of Tune Pod. That's yes. our handle. Um, well, yeah, okay. Um, and this has been Out, Out of Tune. <laughs> We're trying something new, you guys. <laughs> but Sorry. anyway, well, thanks for listening and. See you next week. See you next week, or you'll hear us next week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye.